I'd like to welcome you back to the service this afternoon, especially if you're visiting with us. So glad that you're here and invite you to be back part with us anytime that you get an opportunity. We're going to continue our study briefly from this morning. We've got a couple more questions to, to look at and examine um, that we had mentioned this morning. But what we want to look at this afternoon is what information, activities, and participation do new converts quickly need? I guess it's kind of a loaded question. There's a lot of information that we could discuss and, and talk about there. We're just going to touch on a few things briefly. Uh, again, I think this is something we could talk on for a long time, especially me ramble on about it for a long time. So I'm going to try not to do that this afternoon. But I think there's some very important things that they need quickly that will help them in their participation and feeling a part and us helping them feel a part of the church. One of those things, I think, obviously, is the importance of the church. The church is very, very important. It's important to Jesus Christ, and I think people need to know and recognize that. As we think about Jesus Christ and how he gave himself for the church, how he came, left a home in heaven and came to this earth to establish his church, to make this kingdom here, uh, that his, his bride, as the scriptures discuss, he purchased the church with his own blood, as we read in the book of Acts. So it's a very important thing to him. It needs to be important to each and every one of us. And the new converts, people that come into the church, need to see that in each and every one of us and how important that the church is to you individually. Also, they need to feel needed and wanted, loved and supported. You know, that's something that we all long for in our homes, in our workplace. We need to feel important. You know, that's one thing that I miss in my uh, new workplace. I'm just uh, employee number 39780. And uh, I felt important at my old job. Maybe I wasn't. Uh, it's not a big deal if I'm not there on a specific day now. Sometimes that's nice. But it, it, we all want that need. I need that to feel loved and supported and, and to feel a part. And certainly a, a new convert, someone coming to visit our church um, and hopefully you know, establishing membership here and visiting, invited with us and being a part of us would want that and, and feel that from each and every individual. Obviously, if somebody doesn't feel needed, important, wanted, they're not going to stick around long and they're going to escape out the back door. And that's going to be something that uh, is important to us for them to not do that. They need to find a role and a purpose and feel a part. And if they don't, obviously they're not going to feel that belonging and need to be here. Another thing that we might mention this morning or this afternoon is in being involved and useful and active. We want everyone to be involved and feel useful and be a part in any way that they want to be a part of the congregation, of the service itself, and uh, being an active role and player in the church itself. That's a very important part. And I know some people want to be more involved and active than others. A lot of times, Craig and I have people come to us and say, what can I do? Uh, you know, what, what are some things that I can do to, to help the church? And we've already mentioned a few things this afternoon. We've mentioned people needing to feel apart. So how am I going to make them feel apart? Well, maybe you as an individual can invite them into your home, invite them out to eat, play games with them. Uh, you know, there's, there's a number of different things that we can do that can help um, people feel more active and involved and, and feel a part. They need that time of, of befriending. So we'll ask for volunteers and to show that hospitality. Fellowship is so important. And you may be a young person here today and say, look, I don't have my own home. I don't, I'm just a kid. You know, what can I do? 
You know, I'm just a kid here at the church or a young adult, and uh, there's not many things I can do. There's so many things that you can do. You can invite people as they come in, visitors, to sit with you and, um, you know, things like that. I've mentioned to you here before how uh, Levi Barris and his sister, we mentioned, uh, when we, our kids were young, we uh, went to the church at Penn one time, and, and we walked in the door, and they greeted our kids and invited them to go off and sit with them, and uh, we didn't see them till the end of the service till we went home. And that's made a lasting impression not only on our children, probably more so on me, obviously, uh, but I remember that very well, and that's something that you can do as a, as a child and an individual that will make a big difference. Another thing is they need true friendships and relationships, and that's all. a lot of these things, there's overlap, and it kind of uh, correlates with something we've just said. But obviously, we all want friendships and relationships with one another here in the church, and obviously, you are my closest friends. You're my uh, people that I hang out, that I want to be around, that I love, that I hang out with every week and, and, and want to spend time with and enjoy. So, and people need those true relationships and friendships. Knowing they have someone to be with and hold them responsible and accountable, without that close, true relationship and friendship, we're not accountable to one another. We don't feel that accountability. And if we don't have that close relationship where somebody can tell, come up and tell me, Carrie, you're messing up. <laughs> You're not doing things you need to be doing. You're not bearing fruit the way you need to be bearing. We need those type of relationships with one another where we can push each other along to be what God wants us to be, to develop and, and grow into that area that we need to be developing into. You know, another thing that we might mention this afternoon is how to, we mentioned some this morning too, how to endure trials and temptations and persecution and how that uh, being a new convert, you're somewhat of a target. Satan, Satan is looking for you. He's going to pick out the weakest and the easiest individual to discourage and get away from church. So these are some things that, and information, activities, participation that people can work on and we can help them work on. They need the truth. You know, important, it's important to Craig and I that the teaching be as good as it can be here at the church. It's, it's important that we be fed, that the flock be fed. That's a commandment given to you and I. Feed the, the flock of God as overseers, making sure there's good, solid biblical teaching where someone can grow, their faith can increase, that they can be better and do better as a Christian. And that's something that needs to be done. That can be done by each and every one of us. And we try to work hard on developing and teacher training and and encouraging one another and giving feedback and helping each other. I was given some feedback from the sermon this morning that, hey, you need more examples. That's good feedback. It's something I need to hear. And I know there's a lot of time that, that I'm trying to rush through material. And I don't maybe put in an example or different things that, that uh, will benefit us. And that's feedback that we can give one another as brothers and sisters in Christ who love one another. We need that information, and I appreciate that today. <clears throat> we need humility and submission. We've mentioned this a little bit today too, but we need to be that new convert. Any of, any of us need to beware of pride. Humility and submission. We've got to submit ourselves to the will of God, to his will and to his, his want, his commands, his word, and following after those things. Another thing we mentioned is accountability, availability, and prayer. You know, as elders in Hebrews chapter 13, verse number 17, it says, Obey them that have the rule over you and submit yourselves, for they have watched for your souls as they that must give an account. 
that they might do it with joy and not with grief, for that is unprofitable for you. You know, Craig and I have um, a tall order as elders of this congregation to hold you accountable. We have to answer for not only ourselves, but for our entire church. Sometime when we stand before God in judgment, we're going to have to answer for what we've done. We're going to have to answer for what we've done as a, as a father and how I've raised my children, as a husband and how I've treated my wife and done that according to what the scriptures say. And we're going to be held accountable for the way we've treated our congregation, the way we've tried to lead you and what we've tried to do. And we're going to be in judgment for that and we're going to give an answer for that. And I'm ashamed that oftentimes I'm, I'm not what I need to be and I'm not what I need to be for you and to help you and to provide that uh, soil like we talked about this morning that is ideal, the ideal conditions for you to grow and to be fruitful. And I want to be better and I want to do better. And that's a, a desire for each and every one of us. Obviously, that's going to be Craig's desire as well, that we all want to be the best that we can be for each other and, and for new people coming in. And we can push each other and help each other to do that. Do we need to, those people need to recognize as they come into our congregation and they want to be a part that, look, we're going to, there is some accountability. We're going to, if we see that there's a problem, if there's a situation, we're going to come to you and talk to you about that. And we need to follow through. Oftentimes we don't follow through. It's hard to do at times. And that's what the church needs. That's what we need as individuals. And that we're available. We're here for you. We want you to come and talk to us when there's a problem, when there's issues. We want to help you through it. And Craig and I are praying for you. And we all desire your prayers. I know you pray for us often. You do it here from the pulpit, and we appreciate that. We need and desire your prayers. And those new converts need our prayers. And all these things will help us to develop a congregation where people want to be a part and not escape so easily. And I I guess escape, I guess it sounds bad in a way, uh, running out the back door. We're just trying to hold you down and keep you here. But look, we, we want to grow and we want people to go to heaven. That's our goal. It's my desire that each and every one of us would be together forever in heaven together. And that's, that's our goal and it's what we're shooting for. And that's the work that we need to be pushing forward to. So let's talk about another question. How can elderships develop a congregation that is successful in, in holding on to converts? We've alluded to it a little bit already, but I think one of these verses that we could mention this afternoon is Matthew chapter 13, 24 through 25. Another parable he put forth to them, saying, The kingdom of heaven is likened to a man which sowed good seed in his field, but while men slept, his enemy came and sowed tares among the wheat and went his way. You notice why, when the, the tares were sowed among the wheat while we were asleep. So there needs to be an awareness. There needs to be an active involvement by each and every one of us of knowing what's going on around us. We can't let people fall through the cracks. It's easy thing to do. It's, it's very hard sometimes to recognize, well, so-and-so wasn't here today. And then that turns out to be, well, four or five weeks later, you know, so-and-so still hadn't been there. Oh, maybe they were here two weeks ago. I don't remember. You know, it's so easy for people to fall through the cracks. And we need this realization and waking up and recognize that, hey, people are, are getting away and it's my fault because I'm not following through. I'm not looking to see what I can do to help and call them and check up on them, see if they're sick. 
and, and things like that. So we've tried to implement things like a, um, a calling of a member roster. Each and every one of us in the leadership have, have a uh, specific family of the congregation. We're supposed to look and see if they've been there and when, where they won't fall through the cracks. We know when you've not been here for several weeks and we'll call you and check up on you and things like that because it's so easy to, to slip through the cracks. Weeks turn into months and it goes by quickly. So that's a good and easy thing that we can do. Another thing that elderships need to be and each and every one of us need to be, I keep saying elders because this was an elder conference, but this is something for each and every one of us. We need to be a good, godly example, being like Christ. 1 Timothy 4, verse number 12, Paul told Timothy to be thou an example unto the believers in word and deed and everything that you do. Be a good example unto others. And that's good admonition and advice, obviously, for each and every one of us. And that's something that each of us need to do. Be more like Christ and grow more like Christ every day. Practice what we preach. People know when we're not living the life, we're not living the Christian life. It's, it's, you can't keep hiding that. Uh, people know when you're not living it. Another thing that we need to be is friendly, approachable, and easy to have a relationship with. Getting to know them and spending time with them. Recognizing those individuals and, and spending time with them, getting to know them. Being that friendly, approachable person that someone can come to with a problem when they're having an issue. And trust that you're not going to go off and tell someone else about their problem when they don't want that spread around. They need that. They need a friend. And they want someone to have a relationship. We all desire for that. There's a... Let me go to this next slide real quick. There's several things that I, there's a list that I came across on the internet and I modified that list some, but I thought it was pretty good as far as things that new converts need and uh, new church members need quickly. And these are some of the things that it came up with or that list came up with, I modified too, like I said. Six new friends within six months. Obviously, I recognize that if there's a six-member congregation, that may not be as easy as a 10,000-member congregation in developing six friends. But any, the point is that not the number's not important. The importance is developing new friendships and relationships quickly. Someone that they can connect with, and this is my friend. I know they're going to be there for me. I look forward to talking to them at the next church service and things like that. That's something that people need quickly. A group of friends with which they can make this personal connection with. To quickly create memories in serving the church, in, or in the church's name in the community. You know, often we try to come up with activities that we do together as a church, maybe like going down to the the children's home and, and spending some time with them. I think that's important that new converts see that and see that there's a goal, that there's an importance that our name be recognized in the community, that we're a shining light, an example in the community like the scriptures talk about, and being a part of that. They need to know that sharing the love of the gospel, sharing the gospel is first and foremost. It's the goal, it's the mission of the congregation. And they need to see that. It's easy to say that, but do they see that in our congregation? Spreading of the gospel. They need a clarification of what our goals and our vision is, what the mission of our church is. They need leaders that articulate needs and assign duties that are willing to give them opportunity and, and assignments. 
they need to recognize that we have a little bit of organization. We're not just flying by the seat of our pants and in chaos. A little bit of organization to it. They need to feel welcome and also easy access to information, activities, and leadership and fellowship. Know about opportunities. Know that they can contact us and call us and we'll help them through whatever we can. So let's go back to where we were, if I could find that. <laughs> Friendly, approachable. Okay, use and develop talents is another important thing that would help people in our new converts in our congregation. As they see, um, you know, as we get to know someone, we see their talents, we see their abilities, and we can push and help them push toward those activities that they're better at. You know, there's some things that people are just not good at. You may not be that great at leading a song. You may not want to lead songs. So we're not going to necessarily try to push that upon you. I mean, if you don't want to do it, don't do it. Uh, if you don't want to speak, well, don't do it. But we want to develop an environment where you can grow, where you can develop that if that's something you desire and want to do. You know, there's a, when we see a certain talent or ability in a certain person, we may push them uh, and help them in that direction. I think that's important. We need pushed. That happens in workplace environments and things like that. When people see that you are doing a good job, they may push you in that direction and assign you tasks to that ability. And we've done some of that here at the congregation as well. Um, for example, there's a brother that we wanted a, a sermon on between the testaments one time. And we assigned that to a particular teacher because we knew he would work hard on it. He would study it hard. He would be diligent in it. And he would do a great job. And we pushed him toward that. That's not an easy thing to teach on. There's no scriptures about between the testaments. Or, and uh, he had to work diligently on that, study history, tie that back into scripture, and did a fantastic job. And I think he, he appreciated that, that we would push him and, and challenge him in that way. And it helped him to be a better speaker. <clears throat> they also need recognition that every part and role is needed and important. Scriptures talk about that, how the, the church is compared to a human body and that each and every part and piece, the fingers, the hands, the eyes, the mouth, tongue, all these things are important. They all work together. And that person, if they don't feel a part, if they don't feel an important uh, uh, way to be a part of that role or a part of the body, obviously they're not going to stick around. An active and working congregation, one that studies the Bible, one that is in uh, active in evangelism and spreading the gospel. You know, there's a lot of things that we try to do here on a local basis. I know there's other places that do different things at different times. We have leadership training classes. We have our times that we get together in people's homes and in a class-type format in that way in people's homes and home studies and with individuals. And we'll sit down and study the Bible with you and do a five-part studies there's things that's going down, uh, going on like that all, often, and and a lot of the time, there's women's studies, there's married couple studies, there's uh, financial uh, peace studies, and things like that that we've been a part of before too. Raising kids, you know, just all kinds of different studies that we've tried to have in home studies away from the congregation, and not just always the the preaching like we have here in homes. And so there's a lot of opportunities for individuals as far as playing games together, watching movies. I know a lot of people play basketball together on Sunday evenings. All those are fellowship opportunities that can help people feel a part and want to be a part of it. So 
In 2 Timothy chapter 2 and verse number 2, as we close this afternoon, And the things that thou hast heard of me among many witnesses, the same commit thou to faithful men who shall be able to teach others also. The goal here is to teach other people about the Scriptures so that they might be able to teach others, so that they might be able to teach others. And that's how the church grows, and that's how the church develops. I hope some of the things we mentioned here this afternoon have helped you, and uh, we want you to be a part and feel a part. And I hope that um, as we have new people and new converts, that we can all be better about reaching out to them and making them feel at home and feel a part. May God bless you in, in your work for the church, and we thank you for that. If there's anything that the church can do here for you this afternoon, we invite you to come forward as we stand and sing together.